with over 6,500 podcasts coming out this year, few of them give a full recap of Bar Rescue episodes, which is why the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Podcast won't be another statistic. Jim Search, Catherine Williams, and Max Cohen from the Shut It Down Podcast, a show dedicated to sitting down, opening the books, and unpacking the emotional roller coaster that is Bar Rescue. So, uh, let's do this one good time, right? Uh, after some, uh, after some miscommunication, right? We, uh, we worked through it, and, uh, you know, this is a shut it down bar rescue recap show, and, you know, just to tell listeners what was happening, uh, we sat on my couch, and... I was like, oh, man, I can't believe these guys and this King Tut thing. And Catherine and Max looked at me like I was insane. And I was like, and that's when I realized that I fucked up. Although I so- agree with you that it probably will be insane. I have not yet seen that. Oh, it is. like, And I believe it's insanity, especially when it's a tie-in to their big feature-length miniseries. Yeah, Tut, which, you know, we'll, I think we'll get into that yeah. uh, when, we, when we review uh, that episode. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm Jim Search. You can find me at Jim Search on Twitter, and you can also find me at JimSearchComedy.com. And also, of course, you can find us on Twitter at ShutItDownRecap. So go look us up on Twitter. Um, who are you, sweaty person, to the <laughs> left? Yeah, you got to clarify which sweaty person. Yeah, you've got two yeah, sweaty so people. Many. There's multiple sweaty people. Yes. Uh, the female sweaty person. I am Catherine Williams. Uh, you can find me at facebook.com slash cute and paranoid. I have shows happening. <laughs> to my left. To my to your left is Max Cohen. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at this is Max Cohen. There he is. And we are all sweltering because it is 90 degrees here in New York City. And I cannot afford an air conditioner, but I can't afford a box fan, which helps none of you. It will only help me later. So as we die, as we digress and get into this episode, which is entitled It's Always Sunny in Portland. clever play on it's always sunny in philadelphia when a tv show puns on another tv show (laughs) classic television ensues yeah 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 uh i believe they call that being inspired not stealing right yes Yes. i was inspired by x right so uh this go round uh it's always sunny in portland we are obviously we would then that would lead you to believe that we are in portland oregon at the six point inn uh, which don't get it twisted. It's actually a bar, and you can't sleep there. You can, but it would be frowned on. Although uh, the exterior does look like an old apartment building, it is ratty, turquoise, tealish. So sad. Yes. Um, and no windows. No, no exterior windows. Wi- windows. As uh, as John alluded to uh, this, but we'll get into it. He referred to it as the green monstrosity several times. Um. So we'll meet the uh, we'll meet the cast characters here. Uh, Oleg uh, is the guy that owns the joint, bought the bar, and you know, as so many so many bars we've reviewed, and John has saved out the gate, making thirty k a month. Life is grand. There aren't that many bars in the vicinity, and then uh, we meet Sunny his uh daughter-in-law stepdaughter i'm sorry stepdaughter yeah i fucked that up stepdaughter who um 
Oleg left the left the place to her. She had no experience in running a bar, no business acumen whatsoever. Surprise, surprise, this place starts to go under, and Oleg narrows his target on Sonny. And of course, as we well, then we meet uh, Tawny and Teresa, the bartenders, and Sal, the lovable cook. Who, as we'll see, I put lovable in quotes when I described him. Uh, sure, has a great relationship with his mother. Uh, he uh, he's running the kitchen, but we then come to find out R- that running here, by the way, is a loose term. He's burning burgers back here. Is what he's, he's spending most of his time doing. He's burning burgers, and he's very proud of a gravy that he makes in a microwave. However, Oleg tells us that because there are so few bars and restaurants in the area, there is great demand for Oleg's, not Oleg's, Sal's breakfast. That people actually wait until Sal comes in to have his breakfast. So the demand is there, and they're fulfilling that demand. Right. Whether it's good or not, eh. Which I think is kind of like, I mean... <sighs> I don't know if he, I don't know I, I don't really remember if he was saying it from a stance of like yeah it's so great or like only game in town you know what I mean that's what it is we're the only game in town and people are coming to the game I don't know if that qualifies you as a, as a success I would not I would not uh, throw that out as though a uh, as a as a bragging right and in fact I would argue as he explains how he's one million dollars in debt. Clearly, it's not working. Something <laughs> is wrong. He may be yeah. the only game in town, and it's a losing game. Um, so yeah, he we're we're not doing we're not doing that hot. Uh, then we we learn a little bit about uh, Portland or the the neighborhood we're in, which is St. Charles, St. John. Oh, I'm sorry, St. John's. Uh, the neighborhood St. John's, forty five thousand dollar medium income, which is fifteen below the average sixty. Yep, so so everything they make has to be affordable. And yep. pr- you know, price conscious. Right. Absolutely, man. They're not balling out of control. Nope. Uh, so that's uh, that's something to factor in. We then uh, do our, uh, I guess, assessment of the bar. And now, I've you know, maybe uh, I'd like to think that I'm a guru of bar rescue, but clearly I'm not because I've yet. This is the first episode where I've seen John have the owner come in and look at the surveillance tapes. I've never seen it before. I feel like there there has maybe, maybe been one or one, one or at the two. most two. I wish I could place the names of them for you, but there have been like there a have couple been times where he goes, "Oh yeah, that's so and so," and sh- you know he's my you know sister's brother or whatever. Right. Uh, but it is very uncommon. Yeah, yeah. And, and here he talks about how he wants systems in the bar, uh, even though there are clearly no systems in place. The system is yelling and screaming. And so much fighting, which like that's the system Oleg seems to have left in place. Which again, I mean, there's that age-old adage of shit running downhill. So it's like Oleg treats Sunny like shit. She in turn will be treating all these people like shit that worked for her. So this was actually a delight to watch you watch the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. creepy like that Amy Schumer sketch where she watches the boyfriend watch the Netflix movie. Mm. I want to watch you watch it. Well, you watch you watch it was great because. And rightly so, we see her screaming and shrewing at people. Yeah. And being very micromanaging and very nitpicky and really just running around nuts screaming. And it's not pleasant. She's not, she doesn't come off nice. But I think we see why, because as you so rightly said, shit runs downhill. 
and Oleg treats her like shit, so that's what we're going to get. I mean, and it's one thing, uh, you know, if you're going to yell and scream like a maniac and get results, but you're a million in the hole and you're yelling and screaming. Like, we're not we're not crushing it here. It's the difference between Taffer yelling and screaming at you and... Uh, anyone on the planet. Yeah, anyone else here yelling and screaming. Correct. So... Uh, you know we're doing the uh, we're doing the van we're doing the jeep recon or whatever not recon uh, surveillance and Oleg says that Sunny is just bad news she can't get it together there's no she doesn't have any systems in place I don't even think he knows what he means by that he also says the biggest mistake was to bring her here confirming how what how much of an asshole he looks like yeah if she wasn't his daughter she would no longer be running the place correct yep and that is just a little appetizer of what an asshole oh yeah be. yeah this is your this is your bread this is your bread and butter at the dinner of neglect that yeah. you're oh, gonna be sitting well down oh uh, thank you uh so you're gonna sit down and enjoy that so uh for recon uh john brings in local restaurant bloggers uh of portland and i thought it was interesting as watching this that you see the three of them walk in and it has like a little like 35,000 followers, 40,000 followers, 37,000 followers on Twitter. Like a little like uh, a little uh, like, um, tr- like a name bar. Like the yeah, like, like a Chiron. ticker. Yeah. Is, that a, is it called a Chiron? A Chiron is the thing they have at the bottom that says like, Jim Search, local bar rescue expert. Right, okay. So they're Chiron uh, being their Twitter followers. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, so, and they look like Portland dudes. Can we talk about these guys for a second? John, sure, absolutely. It's great you have 100,000 followers between you. That's fantastic. You have all this pull in the restaurant scene. However, they all have the same beards, the same haircut, the same button-down shirts. Well, two of them are wearing plaid. One isn't. And I just, I love Portland. I've been there. I've had amazing food in Portland. But all three bloggers have to look identical i felt like i was in williamsburg brooklyn it, well i was gonna say i mean there is a praying hipster culture in portland as there is for in, sure in in brooklyn so it's by no surprise that we'll see what could have been bedford ave specials walking into this yes, place yes. like oh look it's bedford ave all over and in fact the first thing they say as soon as they walk in is this looks nothing like any bar in portland this mm. is the most unportland bar we've ever been in right right because right. the interior of the bar is just a very plain drab just brown it, there's no personality tables. there's no, no character there's nothing hip there's nothing interesting. yeah there's nothing uh fun or funky about it um that place to be honest with you it looked a lot like a bar you'd find in greenpoint like it was a very green like polish nondescript bar just you come in there's the booze there's a neon light maybe in the window but that's neither here nor um so <laughs> Uh, Portland dudes sit down. They uh, they order their food. It's gross. The, the guys the order the specials, the purple haze. Yeah, the purple haze, which is a great beer. Uh, it's a beta. Yeah. A beta makes purple haze. Abita it's amazing. Work. If we can do plugs here, mm-hmm. Abita, good, if you want to sponsor us, we are open to it. Our good friends at Abita uh, make mm-hmm. an amazing beer. Uh, so uh, they they get the purple haze, but it's like tequila, blue curacao, and like strawberry puree, a couple yeah. other things. It just he describes it as just sweet and very heavily alcoholic. I think he said he had had better stuff in a dorm party. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you got me. Um, it's like a diabetic dream, like yeah. that just level of sugar. Uh, so 
we've got that god-awful drink and then they order the food it's gross i mean again we cut to sal making his fucking gravy in a microwave <laughs> and it's like you can't be proud how are you proud of that you know special moment in the car when oleg says good presentation and the eye rolling that john does could have upended the car <laughs> mm. That was a, like that was a spectacular eye roll. Of, a monumental eye roll. You call that pile of slop good presentation? You're dealing with the taff. And there are such good biscuits and gravy in Portland. And mm. so if, if that's going to be your special, you've got to step up your game. Well, that's what uh, one of the bloggers say is like if this is going to be your like if this is going to be your thing, there's a lot of good places yep. to get it. You can't don't don't put this as your best foot forward. Nope. So, uh so that's when um, John comes in, and then we get the uh, additional sampler of the dinner of neglect that Oleg has been serving Sonny forever. By the way, this is one of my new favorite features, the look of fear when John walks in. Yeah, mm, that, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh, it's God, so moment. great. Yeah, oh, yeah I totally... See Johnny's, uh, Sonny's jaw drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, great. as the Taff walks in. And uh, so then we find out... Uh, Oleg is then just throwing her under the bus of just like she doesn't do shit, she can't keep this place together, and Sonny is like, "You don't help me. Like you put me in this position." He doesn't even position. answer the phone. He doesn't answer the phone. This is the worst way to give tough love. If any of you parents are looking on how to give tough love to your child or stepchild, Oleg is not the way to go. No. He no. actually says, "I would answer the phone if there were a real problem." But how would he know? How oh, exactly. problem. Oh, that's the problem. And John, if it's one thing, if you want to hit John's hot button, just be a shitty parent because, woof. As, as we've seen in the episodes we've reviewed so far, the thing that gets him through these tough days is doing it for the family. And yep. if you can't step up and do it for the family, well, he has nothing more to say to you. And nope. Taffer has a daughter. We've seen her in previous yes. episodes. So the fact that this guy is saying shit about uh, it's... Mm-mm. You're not going to get away with that. And and he doesn't because I find it offensive. What? As a father, a man would help his daughter. Mm-hmm. And John is giving him the business. He's letting him know what time it is. And that's when the main course from the dinner day neglect is when Oleg looks at John and just says, well, maybe the problem is I'm the stepfather. Whoa. <laughs> and you can hear from the audience, the crowd, excuse you, me, hear them pull their Maury moment of going, oh. Oof. You oh, see Tawny, oh. like, slap her forehead. I'm just like, oh, my God. I can't <laughs> believe that this fucking dude just said that. And that's when John's like, I'm out. He's like, yeah, you know what? We're good. Um, and then Oleg continues, and he says he tries to throw other people under the bus he goes i'm working on other bars i'm putting up two houses two other properties right like oh which is another hot button for taffer like don't say you're distracted from this project if taffer is going to put five days into this yeah i mean if you're not focused and committed to making this succeed well then why the hell are you even calling him in yeah what's the point i don't yeah i mean he has every right to be like oh fuck this um i have in my notes uh 
Oleg is a dick and treats his stepdaughter like shit. I feel like that. Yeah, he's horrible. He's a terrifying. He's he. I I get why. And again, we get why she's so fucking mm-hmm. awful to the people that work for her. Yeah, is look because at the role model she has. She's got a she's got a blueprint for being a dick. Uh, so and uh, John caught up in the whirlwind. We don't get to meet the experts he's brought in, um, and of course an, a staple, just a, the salad dude, Phil Wills comes in. Phil Wills in the vest, or as I like to call him, Flippin' Phil. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always tossing those cups around. Yeah. <laughs> Is it slang for something? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Flippin' <laughs> Phil, he's a good time. Like uh, a sexy cocktail. He does. That's his. That's his. That's his claim to fame, and his vest and apple jacket. Yes. Trademark. Um, yeah, definitely a guy you want in your corner if you're trying to sling booze, because he'll bring you to the next level. And then we meet. We meet a new. A new Jack. Uh, to the to the bar rescue expert staff, Chef Pink. Now, Chef Pink uh, is, a, is a woman who has a chin strap tattoo covered in tats. Um, chin strap. She has behind the ear, up the neck tattoos. She has knuckle tats, which I was not able to discern what they were. Um, um, I'm guessing they said something to the effect of like eat pork or something. Yeah, or just like fight me or C- cook hard. <laughs> <laughs> she is, in her defense, she's a total badass. Yes. Uh, she oh. has a place called Bacon and Brine online. She's worked with ranchers. She's helped raise, I think, cows. I mean, she's been through every step of the process. She's straight up farm to table. She's pretty phenomenal. She's, right? she's, yeah, and and she's, she's, she's worked in Michelin restaurants. She's trained in France. Which, uh, again, I which mean, prepares just her for this. She said she's worked with some real misogynist assholes. I'm sure, man. Look, France is not the place to be a woman in a in in a kitchen no i mean chefs are notoriously misogynist yeah so as as we'll see enter enter sell uh so uh, as i spoil that um now as i uh, i as we watched this episode together um i pointed out in all the times i've seen the restaurant the the chef come in and look at the kitchen never have i seen them offer to help chef pink offered to help which is right in. she was like hey look you, you're in the weeds do you need some help like uh, you know I, I'm here to help which again as a bar rescue aficionado that's unheard of yeah I'd she says tell me what I can do to help you not even yeah that's yeah. that's true not even like let me come in and do it just tell me what you need for me I will do this I want to help you Chef Pink here already climbing the ranks is my favorite guest yeah. chef. Oh, hands down. Yeah, I'm hands and we'll down. see in the episode. She's my yeah. favorite right now. She she, see her in all the she, she launches to the front and you'll see why in a minute. So she uh so she offers to help. He's or it's like you know, you need help. He's like, I don't need any help. And she's kinda like, uh you've got like you're down like eight tickets, like you look like you need some help. To which yeah. then Sal says, "No women in my kitchen." In a great bid, in a great bid to outbid Oleg as biggest asshole. Yeah, he really pushed the, all the, the chips bar. in. Because Oleg has a high game going with maybe I'm the stepfather, but to say no women in my kitchen. He's trying. He's trying yeah. to dethrone the king. He's he's after it, man. And Pink. just and oh. Chef Pink is just kind of like. Okay, she's so handled it with some grace. Like, Boys and class. She's so emotionally intelligent. She says it was disrespectful, and that disrespect hurt. And I have here, you know, she has a chin tat, so we know she can take pain. 
We yeah. know she's very adept at handling pain. And for her to say this hurt, like, I feel like that really spoke volumes about and then, what an asshole Sal is. And then, you know, she says at some point, like, look, I don't know if I can be 100% behind a place that doesn't respect women. Fair. Can't, can't argue that. Don't feel like, you know, if that's, if that's your business model, right, is like, fuck women, I don't like them. Okay, but you uh, don't be shocked if Chef Pink, a woman, is like, eh, I'm, I'm all set with this. Pass on this one. Yeah, like I'm not going to support a Paula Dean themed restaurant. Like you're not going to get my vote of confidence there. This you know? is very much like the episode where there's the owner who doesn't think women can bartend. Right. They're too short. They can't reach things. They're not and, fast enough. And then Tall Mia comes in. Tall Mia, uh, who you know can bartend in her sleep, is just like. Phew, and smokes him and is just like you were saying like get all the fuck out of my face so uh so then we uh we hear the no women in my kitchen and she's just like i don't know about all this so john then has another real dr phil moment tries to help them work it out we have like the meeting like the all staff meeting um that's where we learn that they make 30% of their sales of food by the afternoon. Right, right. Their breakfast. very interesting um, new development. We, we don't usually see places making money before nightfall. Nah, not on, not on Bar Rescue, but man. This place is doing tons of stuff in the morning and the afternoon because they're the only place with biscuits and gravy. Apparently in St. Louis. The only game in town. Now, I'm wondering if the, the people know that uh, Sal is microwaving it because if that's the case, then they could just be like, oh, fuck it, I got a microwave. Why am I driving to go get this shit? So, at any rate, uh, we all that's when we reiterate that uh, they're down, they're losing 3K a month, they're milling the hole, and then it jumps off because Sal tells uh, tells old, uh, tells the old crowd, you know what? I don't want any women in my kitchen. And Chef Pink said, "Enough of that. Fuck you." Well, f- well, first before that, Ch- Taffer says she says we're here to help. And right. Taffer says to Sal, okay. "You don't get to make decisions anymore." And Sal winces for a moment, ponders, and then quits. Right. There's that moment where he walks out and goes, all right, I'm done. I'm not even trying for this. And he tries to shake Oleg's hand to go. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's And that's when, I'm sorry, that's when it jumps off. Yeah. Because yeah. then that's when we realize, I think that's in his head. He's like, I don't get to make any decisions. Enter people who are here to help. Oh, she's going to tell me what to do? Fuck that. Tries to quit. And then we realize, then we come to realize that he's a misogynist. Sal has a quote-unquote great line during their screaming match of him saying, You don't know me. You don't know where I've come from. Which is actually a good point. I would like to know his life story that he hates women that much. Yeah, that's what I said, man. Just I'm sure a stellar relationship with his mother. Yep. I'm sure everything was great. Uh, dad, too, probably. So then uh, that's when she says, you don't know where I come from. And she's like, you don't know my fucking history. Fuck you. And she goes nose to nose, pushes Sal, and then fucking walks off. As Sal says, she put her tits on my chest. Who does that? <laughs> He said that. Yeah. He said that. I he totally that. missed that. Right when they come back from the commercial break, when they're like, when they're like cooling off, and he's like recapping the argument to his buddies. Yeah. And I'm like, well, someone you've angered very much, and you tried to get in a screaming match with someone with a chin tattoo. That's who. Were yeah. her tits so offensive to him? Of all the things that she could have offended him with, her tits. Well, I think for Sal to be not to be fair, but I think in Sal's mind, anything about the woman is offensive. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Right. 
Right. So he, you know, and of course, you know, he then probably trying to, he's trying to play the victim of like, I, who does that? I'm sure. Like, who, who, what woman puts their tits on my chest? Right. Like, like, she started it. Yeah. Like, she started it, right? Like, I'm going to be a fucking flippant misogynist. And then when this woman who's, so who's taken no shit, like, she's not the type. She doesn't, I mean, you can't have her track record and be a shit taker. She and ain't no shit taker. the second time she's displayed incredible poise. She goes, I'm not here to challenge you or upend your ways. I'm here to help you. But yeah. if I'm going to do that, I need you to ask me for my help, which is a nice little power play you get to make when you're on mm-hmm. when you get to do that. Well, I liked what she said. I don't, I'm not asking for your respect. I don't need it. And yeah. that comes from such a place of strength and like dealing with this sort of behavior for God knows how long from other men and other people in the industry. I was blown away. This is and also, the weakest person she's had to deal with with this kind of shit. I would think. And also, I mean, look, she's really telling the truth. Like, mm-hmm. she's a decorated chef. Like, you are microwaving gravy in a business that's a million dollars in the hole. I don't need your respect. No. Nope. Like, I'm working in this industry and I'm making a fuck ton of money why no like you I, I think she eloquently in so many words is like i'm in control you need my help i know my shit you don't so let's let's come together and figure that out yeah this is such a great great dialogue well yeah monologue sal's in his shit but i love chef pink i think she's, she's yeah amazing. She's I, inspiration i think yeah like i'm, I'm on board man strength and that's great whereas the i feel like the other Male chefs, you know, because, like you said, it's such a misogynistic world. They're just like, whatever, I got it. Yeah. They're cool with it. And she, Pink has really had to struggle and earn her stripes. And she was humble. I mean, that's a, that's such a place of humility to be like, I'm where I am. And being like, all right, what do you need me to do? You want me to help? Mm-hmm. You know? Now, I'm wondering if they, like, scripted that to push the plot along so that he could be like, I don't want many women in my kitchen. You know, that I could see a, 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 a savvy enough writer of this show being like, all right. Hey, why don't you uh, go to the guy who doesn't like your kind? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, hey, man, for all we know, as much as we were lauding her, she could have been just like, yo, I ain't fucking helping this guy right. <laughs> fuck that the scenes, it just been fuck- yeah. yeah she's just like yo man i'm just here to tell this guy what to do fuck that but then they just painted that picture of uh what a great picture she what says, i need you to ask for help and sal finally says and i need your help and he, he, hits, he goes i need to control my temper and, and he, he needed to work through it mm. Mm, we'll find out so uh that's when uh again there's these new like i don't know if you guys have seen this before but they are now have these like drink montages yeah. where I think like, it's very new. They cut to the with the narrator glass. describing the drink. Yeah, too. yeah. The narrator voice telling the amounts and the proportions. As opposed to having Phil make it in real time, he starts it, but then like the voiceover and the montage finishes it. Yeah, yeah. Cause, or normally they'll like when it comes to like this drink, the smash, what they're making, they'll have like they'll uh, cut to the screen. It'll show you all the ingredients, and then it has him making it but this was just like you know the the camera was on the glass and there's like slow motion i came up with a great term for this new kind of montage oh drink porn this yeah, is drink yes. porn mm-hmm. yes drink this porn. is drink pornography you, know, you just rub that mint leaf around the glass rim just so i mean mm-hmm. goodness yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. nice backlight on it dark background it's romantic up in mm-hmm. there that's yeah, a sexy yeah. cocktail a lot of a lot of heat a lot of passion there so uh then uh we again and 
we cut to our blue screen because you know we always get so much great information <laughs> um we learn about a profit margin mm-hmm. uh learn that when a restaurant sells food for more than the cost of buying each individual product you make a profit correct well and then but you have what's called a profit margin so yes. the percentage of that being the profit margin and then we uh we learn that if you add an egg or no we didn't get to that yet yeah, uh, I was it was this the egg part? You add an egg that wholesales for twenty cents, and you get to charge two dollars for it. You yep. get to add a lot more to your profit margin. There you go. You pat true it. And nice. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. As much as it kicks me to know that I'm paying an extra like dollar seventy for a for an egg, it's so worth it on a burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes yeah, you yeah. just gotta suck it up and pay that money. I, you know what? I've never, I've never looked back. I mean, I'm thirty three. I've never looked back and like, you know what? I wish I never would have gotten an egg on that burger. I'll never. I can't say that because that's not it's true. such a happy time oh man it's beautiful so uh so then we cut to uh the stress test and oh so, uh, sorry if i can back up a little yeah, bit. yeah yeah uh when uh pink so while phil is teaching them the new cocktails pink is trying to teach sal new gravy Mm. And there's a great scene of her being like, see, here's how I cook things from scratch and make it delicious for real. And she goes, see, here's each step I'm doing. Do you understand? And Sal, for the first time, says no. <laughs> and no. we'll get to it. It won't be the last time Sal says no. Yeah, for no sure won't. He's not really looking for Pink's help here. He's just being obstinate. Yeah, he was doing by mixing fresh ingredients. No, I have no I have no idea. I don't know why you do that. And it's like there's a microwave white right here. Why would you make fresh ingredients? Because they taste better, Sal. No, but there's a microwave. It's real. It was really one of those situations where like it, it's like trying to argue with someone about if water's wet or not. And there's like water's not wet. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Well, of course it is. Like that's what water is. It's a wet thing. No. Nope. You know what? Fuck it. I'm like, I mean, obviously, you know, we can't. (laughs) The 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 relationship between Pink and uh, Sal can't end where she, where I would just be like, you know what? (laughs) Fuck you. Like you're. She's trying to be the kind parent to the obstinate child. Yes. Or the patient teacher with the just insolent insolent student. Um, so then uh, we get to the stress test. A daytime stress test. Yeah. Yes. Again, very enough. interesting. They're really pushing this, you know, early morning before, well, yeah. before nighttime sales. That's where their money is. So uh, we see all of them in the weeds. Surprise. Can we discuss for just a moment? We never meet the guy bartender, Jake. I believe with the Hawaiian shirt. Do we ever really meet him? The delight- no. We talk about Tawny and Teresa and Sal and. We didn't meet Tawny and Teresa too much. Like, but wait. like for a hot second, they got a few lines. No, he. Um, no, John asked him like, you know, what's Phil going asked on here him about Are, the muddling of the ice. Well, there's that, but there's also John asks him how is this place working, and he's like, it's a shit show. Or what systems do we have in place? And he says, okay, so it's he a did shit. get a little bit of so time. He got, oh, yeah. he got some airtime. All right. He got a line, but yeah. we. He, I liked seeing him stretch. I don't know if you saw him try to get limber before the stretch, the, the stress test. Oh, uh, boy. up a little behind <laughs> the bar. <laughs> Listen, you don't want to pull a muscle when yeah. you're making all those You don't want to blow drinks. a hammy. You're ready. You don't, and you, know, you don't have insurance either if you're a bartender, I'm sure. Nope. So you don't want to fuck that up. So um, now John has this new system in place uh, 
where he's given all the customers thumbs up, the blue thumb up as a Facebook inspired and a thumbs down for obviously shitty service. So you can guess that there's a lot of thumbs down that are getting thrown out there. Uh, Sonny's running around the place screaming at everyone like a maniac, to which finally Phil is just like, yo, stop screaming. You are yelling for no reason. It's, I think, the first time I've seen Phil lose his temper during a stress test. You, you, usually he's aggressive with the bartender saying, step it up, get it going, right. get these drinks right. But this is the first time you really see him go like, I don't know how to handle this. Why the fuck is this woman yelling? There's no reason for her to be fucking yelling. So he's like, stop yelling. There's no reason for you to yell. And like I, I, I said it earlier, but it's like, you know, if you were getting results, I'm sure Phil would be like, well, you're getting results. Keep, I, wouldn't, well, I wouldn't even be here. Phil wouldn't even be in the building yeah. if your yelling made sense. But your yelling doesn't because all you're doing is just infuriating other people to the point where, you know, and this is proof positive of her fuck her fuckery is Sonny's like, we're out of ice, Oleg. We're out of ice. You got to run across the street. Runs across the street, gets to pack of ice, comes back. Mm, there was ice in the bu- There was ice. There was ice. You know, is the ice chest half full or half empty? It was, you know, it it's, was a management call, and if she said she needed, again, handled poorly, but if she said they needed ice, good for her delegating to need oh, ice. Oh, look. But, you know, I do understand that the show steers us in the direction of Point Oleg, because they give us the best womp-womp effect. <laughs> he opens the chest to see ice. Womp-womp-womp. Hey, man, look, I have, I am no, <clears throat> I am certainly not anti uh delegation of responsibility but if you're delegating extra work that doesn't need to be done you're not you can't even call that delegation you're just and it all goes in the way delegating poorly she was yelling she was like dad dad oleg oleg like no mm-hmm. i can't imagine being a customer at the front of that bar and feeling comfortable there no well they talked about that that the dissolving of this uh, the family younger demographic yeah. yeah they're just like you know fuck this weird fight family fight now we cut to the kitchen and we see Sal in there just working up a storm and burning burning burgers. And fully admitting he's at least 40 minutes behind. And if that's his estimate, you know he's way more behind than that. Absolutely. Um, Chef Pink uh, sees the burgers and says, yeah, those are pretty much briquettes at this point. You've left them on way too long. And John then says, you know, you're burning these burgers. They're not burned. No. No. And John just goes zero to 60. And Which we haven't seen in a while. No. This is delightful. No, it was nice because he's just like, shut up. Or you shut your mouth. You shut up. You sh- Yeah. No, you're dumb. But John's like, you're a moron. He's like, no, you're, you're a, moron. a moron. You're a moron. Don't say no to me again. No. 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 How do you even? Uh, no. As a no. grown-up. As a grown-up, and John was just like, yo, I'm out. And for those of you at home who may not have seen this yet, this is not a young adult behind the bar here. This man is shaved head and a salt and pepper be- like beard goatee thing going. He's, He's yeah. a man who's seen some shit. His Facebook profile picture, I assume, is his grandson. So, Oh, boy. To give you a sense. And, you know, it, just to give you a frame of reference, is that, you know, had Sal made some better choices, he could file for Social Security. Like he yeah. he would be well within his right. He should ha- he should be retired. 
Um, he should not be in the workplace with in the workforce with an attitude like that. No, 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 no. So uh, you don't belong in the workforce. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. <laughs> he said that to him. He everything that John would say, he would just throw back, which again is such a sign of defeat, and it's like childish defeat. Yeah, I'm just like you're stupid, too. Yeah, you're dumb, just like you said I was dumb. So now you're dumb. Uh, so then we have another uh, Doctor Phil moment with um, with Oleg and Sonny. Oh, that uh, too. Yeah, we have that where he's trying to patch things up. We, you know, he's like, she's got to work through her resentment. Well, just just to back up, there's another, you know, wolf in sheep's clothing moment where Sonny goes back and talks to Sal and says, come on, this is the opportunity. This is a chance to turn things around and be successful. Mm, yeah. you got to give this a chance. And Sal goes, all right, you're right. And they hug it out and it looks beautiful, but you... My, it's fool me once, shame on you. She fool me twice, shame on me. Who's really buying it that Sal's turning this around? He looks insane at this yes. point. <laughs> yeah. He literally looks bipolar. Uh, he every time he looks, he concedes and then flips, he does this thing where he looks down and he ponders for a moment like he's really working through some hard equations and he rubs his chin and he goes, yes, you're right. And then he looks up like, I, I, he looks up like a cinematic moment. I see the light. You are correct. I you, believe you now. You you have it all figured out. I am just the dummy. Uh, and then then those wires those wires cross, man. And he's just like, fuck it. I'm gonna go be insane again. So, uh, but we have that uh, Doctor Phil moment, and uh, John, you know, astutely realizes that Sunny needs to work through the resentment she has towards Oleg. Oleg just needs to stop being a dick. Yeah. Like, he is not very nice to her at all. Taffer put it a little more nicely, saying he needs to get over his disappointment of her. Yes. Which he, same thing. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. I mean, you you still have her. If, like, if she's so disappointing and she's so awful, why did you not fire her? Like, why, if she's that daughter or not, uh, you know, uh, stepdaughter or not, it's like, if you are this you know, incensed and disappointed with her, you shouldn't have her there. Unless you are a fucking sadist and you just like being a mean person, this which goes, I think partly that this goes back to Taffer in the beginning, going as a man, you should step up and take care of your family. And he's doing no such thing. Like nope. he's that weird, like tough love. Like there's a difference between tough love and being a fucking sadist. Like I crossed that line years ago. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a supporter. So we're on day three of the rescue at this point, and um, Oleg and Sunny have been wearing the same clothes for three days. <laughs> No one else's, but they were wearing the same clothes. Taffer's swapped out costumes. I assume yeah. other people have as well. But although, no. Although with with Sunny, I want to give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because she wears all black. Mm. And it, but it's the same gray shirt and black over shirt. Is it the same and he's black wearing, over yep, shirt? And it's he's hard wearing, to tell. Yep. It was hard for me to distinguish. Well, at first I was like, maybe they're having like a Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith moment. You know how they used to always dress in the same colors. So I was like, maybe they're having like a family. No, I just think there's some sort of continuity issue with Bar Rescue. Sorry, guys, at Spike. But no, good. Good. No, I'm, con- good. I'm concerned. Yeah. Spike, I'm I concerned. hope you hear this. Make sure they ch- you know change their costumes. Yeah. Too, yeah, switch this up, man. Or um, at least explain why they're, you know, if they're all both sleeping at the bar. Or if that's their uniform, if gray and black is the uniform, then that have at it. Uh, so then, uh, I then John uh, is talking about uh, 
because they've you know they've done training, they've done everything. We're ready to go, and family relations are patched. Yeah, everything's ready to be a success. Yeah, we're ready to crush it. We're ready to turn this place around. Uh, John says, you know, we're gonna make all of our money uh, in the morning, and then the rest will be gravy, but not your gravy, Sal. Boom. Bam. Drop. Mic drop. Drop. Set the mic on fire, yes. John. Woo. I mean, whoever do that mic because it needs to be used again. <sighs> Yo, I mean, that was beautiful. You know, I think John. You know, obviously, I give John all the credit in the world, but that came from a well of uh, that's a that's a that's a show writer. Yeah, that's a show writer right there. So uh, we get that delightful zinger, and then we cut to more drink porn, and you know. Up close on the on the glass, the Java rum, the Java yes. rum drink. Which, you know, if I it, I would drink one of those if uh, I was doing like a tailgate or something. If I was at a bar and like you know for whatever reason, let's say I'm in a bar at ten in the morning. It's happened, sure. And I've started drinking in the morning. I would definitely I'd, I'd grab one of those. Um, I mean, it has a donut hole as a as as a garnish. I want the drink just for the garnish. I yeah. would destroy that I coffee that. rum donut. Drink. By the way, this was also new to me. I did not know Portland was known for Spanish coffee. Is that I didn't know about Spanish know coffee. I knew about coffee and yes. I knew about donuts. It has several famous donut locations, but not the Spanish coffee. I didn't know. About I didn't that. know. Yeah, I didn't know that was a. I didn't know that was a thing either. But apparently, it is. Um, so uh, we get our. Uh, we get our drink porn, uh, we get that fill, and then uh, cuts to Catherine's favorite part, man. Oh, it's the, the turn reconstruction. Yes. The reconstruction, man. And, you know, we see John in all of his, you know, uh, uh, construction wisdom, mm. figuring out where shit's supposed to go, dressed. You his know. little black baseball cap, little black button-down short sleeve shirt, looking <laughs> adorable. Yeah, he's just there. You know, he's in the moment. He's living it. Um and you know that's his uh that's his deal and you know he's you know again just crushing it just yeah. this needs to go here this needs to be 15 inches closer because then we'll maximize you know revenue and it's just like that's right john you will do it do it yep set it up man you know it so uh then the, the reconstruction's done and then uh you know we we cut to our uh big reveal you know one, two, three. Commercial. Commercial break without fail. And I said it before, man. If you buy the DVDs, they can't do that to you anymore. Because you, you paid some money. You're dedicated. You should really not have to wait for a commercial to see that new fucking bar. <laughs> so uh, they reveal the bar and cleverly titled Over Easy Bar and Breakfast. Because of the egg. <laughs> they have an egg on the burger. They do. And you know what, though? I'll be honest with you. I mean, nothing like short of the cool orange dispenser that they had on the wall that had Which the orange. That must be a pain to stock and keep loaded. That did not look <sighs> easy to maintain. Yeah, I mean, I, if you run, I mean, if you're running through oranges like a boss, I'd assume that you'd have a good turnover. But like. I don't know if it's like an installation piece or if it was a functional orange dispenser. Are there fake oranges in there? Or, or is it just like a look? Uh, yeah. It would probably be the piece. smartest way I to do it. I hope that it was just a display piece. 
Um, I, I, I that looked unwieldy to me. Yeah, it looked great. That said, but not practical. Yeah, no, no practicality there. It it wasn't. Um, I'll but be it honest. adds flavor and ambiance that the original bar did not have yes. of just the flat brown walls. Right. So that's cool. So I mean, it wasn't a sensory deprivation deprivation chamber as it once was. Um, but you know, I'll be honest. Uh, I'll probably get into it in my glass review, but. No, nothing about this uh, this reconstruction really did it for me. Like it, it just looked like I mean it looked nice. It didn't look like a shitty bar anymore. But I wasn't like, whoa, that's great. Like I didn't feel like it added. It didn't add a particular amount of character. So it just looked like another another bar. Well, I think the grandest transformation was the outside, was the exterior. In so many bar rescues we've seen, they just swap out a sign and they call it a day and they focus on the interior. This was like a full redo on the exterior. It looked warm. It looked cozy. It had some color. It had some life. It had some character. Right. Windows, which they didn't have before. They I take that have back. Sunlight now. I take that back. Um, I think you know now. Well, I I don't. Well, I'm not, I'm not taking it back. Um, in that. Uh, there was some practicality involved when they put the windows in, created the separation mm-hmm. where you Bar ate space breakfast. versus breakfast space. Right, yeah. They right. swapped the pool tables in the mm-hmm. dining space so you dine where it's light and you play pool and drink where it's dark and sad. Yeah, where it's dark and sad and but as you should. Yes, <laughs> as drinking as you should, you booze bag monster. And, <laughs> and the same way with eating. Eating's meant to. Well, no, I think eating should be done in the dark too. Yeah, but there's, I, I, no, there's I some shame there. On this, that I thought the design was great. You know, it wasn't a huge thematic thing, but it pointed to the elements that that bar has. It has the fresh coffee, the fresh oranges. It added. Um, elements to the wall that you could you could look at and talk about even if only for a moment you know you did have uh attention grabbing pieces whereas before you just have what like a dartboard yeah i mean mean, there 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 was um uh i think i think there were some uh, positive additions but i think when i like when i look for that sort of uh reconstruction deal i want something where i'm just like Oh, this makes us stand out above all the other bars. Like there wasn't Did that. You wish there were more egg-themed pieces on the. Correct. Box? Maybe okay. you know we do some zany thing like that. It just it wasn't there for me. Um, but I mean, look from a again from a operational standpoint, yeah, it was a good move. Like we we, we separated where the breakfast would be versus the booze. Makes sense. I can't argue that. Um, but nonetheless uh then uh we get to the 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 open the big the big dance right which they are prepared for now because they installed a second well there was another well they only had one well which can't help when you're making drinks crappily no it can't one at a time but they now have two and are prepared for whatever comes and and indeed they are because you know the the joint starts rocking and the food's flying out uh sales keeping it together uh you know the 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 bloggers return well two out of the three was there's, it there's definitely a swap out of one of them yeah. oh, they I seem pleased they would recommend the place to their readers yeah been, they they support their turnaround they they were on board so you know they got they got a good review um and from those bloggers with the hundred thousand people yeah combined yeah, not individually but here's what was confusing for me about the relaunch was that sunny who's the manager was making eight drinks at a time which is impressive that's a great feat they always stress speed and accuracy and all those drinks looked spectacular 
But another thing they also stress is that they don't like the blending of roles. Like they don't like they tend not to like when managers get in and make drinks. They want them to stand back and make sure the bartenders right, are doing keep, their gig. Keep so I'm it. curious how that happened that Sonny ended up bartending mm, from the management point. standpoint. Um valid valid point. Very valid point. Thank you. But again, props to her for crushing it. Like to be a good manager, you I think you should also need to be a great bartender to know yeah. what they're doing and how they're doing it. I'm kind of from that school that. of thought that like as a manager you should you should at least see your bartenders get your hands dirty when you're in the weeds, or if you're if, if it's a fucking opening night, that you're gonna be it. That could be the manager jumping in and helping with the bartenders pick up the slack. And, could be that. I and it, that. And I think it, I think it does send a message to them that hey, look, I'm not asking you to do anything that I wouldn't do for myself. Yes. Like I'm not telling you to do something that I'm not above doing or that I can't do. You know, I and have. It's, al- it's always great leadership to be like, I can expect you to make X number of drinks per minute, per ten minutes, whatever. Because look, I'm doing it, right? Yep. And I, it's it's my job to teach you the skills to be able to do that. Like that's terrific leadership. So maybe that's it. Maybe she was just jumping in to help pull up with all those extra customers. I don't know. I thought it was well, interesting. You know, she I didn't even notice that. But now, I mean, I did notice her making drinks, but it never occurred to me that she shouldn't be. But yeah, she kind of shouldn't be. And, you know, she uh, gets, you know, the great review. She's acting like a leader. She's not screaming at people like a maniac. She's, you know, she's working the bar. She's making sure shit's afloat. And, you know, we, we cut to John, and he's just proud as can be. Life is great. Uh, he gives his nice little, uh, walk outside, look at the sign, 802, and then uh, walks off into the sunset. Um, we do learn from our, uh, six weeks later, um, that the sales are up 30%, um, and Sal has gone back to his old gravy, which you can't be shocked by that. Um, as I I don't know if I alluded to it or said it, but you can unhinge years of misogyny with one episode of Our Rescue and what appears to be proven things that are working. Because he will not hear it. I'm pretty sure I know where he feels about Bill Cosby. I'm sure I know his stance on that whole situation. So let that be an indicator as to what sort of uh, how he'll feel about Chef Chef Pink's gravy and. Sure enough, goes back to the old gravy, which not shocked, not particularly no. blown away by that at all. Um, so, that being said, we are now at that part of the show where we do our shattered glass review. Well, uh, sorry, before we go into that, are we going to do our post-show analysis of our deep research, or do we uh, go into our deep research mm. after? We should do. We should do the uh, uh, the the review first. We should do shattered glass review, and then we can do the post uh, post recon uh, because it's not fair. uh, It's going to skew the results, and you know we just we should base it on the episode and what we saw. So, um, Catherine, where where do you fall on this? You guys, this is a solid four for me. Another four. This is a four. This is a really. Admittedly, I, I worry that I'm biased because I love Portland so much and I love food so much and the okay. food in Portland. However, <laughs> and then the Venn diagram. I know. Um, I did have some quibbles with episode. The fact that you never meet the mother. I would, I think that would be a very interesting dynamic. To yeah, witness. yeah. And a few other things, but by and large, I mean you have the family dynamic. You have systems. You know, both of which are huge for Tapper. Systems in place. Family's doing well. Rescue for the family. 
um i just i just loved it and then you have the the misogyny and the mm. tough but fair and and oddly sort of sweet and honest respectful chef pink come in i mean just a lot of really great elements came yeah, together yeah, for the show I, for me that i'm giving it a four man fuck wow. yeah that's that's uh you you heard it here first mm-hmm. this is back to back episode seven episode eight Catherine Williams throwing out big fan, big two fours. solid fours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dos Quattros. Dos, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Dos Equis. No, and that's uh, right. We 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 skipped over the third uh, experience of epic poise, an amazing character that Pink has. When at the end they're like doing their debrief, and Pink was like, "We learned a lot from each other, and we both grew a lot." Yeah, and Sal was doing his bullshit. Like, let me look down and think about it. And goes, "Yes, we did." But Pink, I think. Real classy. Real classy. So classy. Very classy. In the face of just... Mutual... Which, I mean, look, I, I mean, if I could subtitle what she learned, it's like, oh, look, this guy is a fucking misogynist. Like, that's what she... She didn't learn. Like, the fuck... She, I, she, learned, she learned the value of having an education and being... Uh, having a culinary education. Yes. I think she learned how important that is for a place to succeed. Because if you remember, Oleg does say, Sal does not have any uh, kitchen uh, training. No. So there's that is the thing. Nor did the bartenders. They're all just local people who like nope. mixing their own experimental drinks. And just, just learning by fire, man. That's what they were doing. Um, so uh, where, do you, where do you fall? I... I'm a little torn because, you know, the last few episodes I, I was saying I want there to be more yelling and screaming because that's what we, we that's got the it. Taffer. We, we got a lot we of had that. It in we even got it. We even got it from Chef Pink. Oh, yeah. Right. We had a third character involved, but I really did want to see more with Chef Sal. Like, wh- not Chef Sal. Sal. He doesn't get the title. Of yeah. Sal. Uh, I think you got to work for that. His dynamic was new and way more interesting than the strained <laughs> family relations. So we've seen a lot of strained family. Yeah, yeah. Thing like that's we know that's his hot button. Let's explore. You know, we know he's a great family therapist. He was saying throughout the episode, Taffer, that you know, she needs to get over her resentment and he needs to get over the disappointment. Like very astute, accurate observations. But like, let's see him break down some misogynistic barriers. Let's see him get sure. into Sal's head and fix that. Figure out what what his deal is. is. Um, you know, it's it's almost like it's almost like all like the Robert Durst scenario where you're just like, I want to see more of your crazy. Yeah. I lo- like how can you be this crazy? Right. Like, I want to see him sit down. I want to see Sal burp out the misogyny. Right. Like at the end, he's just like, I'm caught. My body can't physically handle this hatred anymore. And just like and listen to him just rationalize like. As John pointed out, like that is a burned burger. No, it's not. Explain why. Explain how it's not. Like I want you to yeah. show me a burger that's burned. Then. And that what does that look like? And that leads back to another problem I've had with this episode, and a little bit with some of the other episodes. Like we see that he makes terrible food, but yeah. something we really missed out on the last few episodes is how terrible these bars physically are. You know, we, yeah. they really haven't done like. Go behind the scenes. Let's see how gross under the soda mat is. Yeah, we haven't seen are. a lot of that. I think there was a shot where they pull back um, a carpet and there's a hole in the floor, and that's pretty gross. That sends um, a message. But, you know, they don't go into the kitchen. I'm sure Sal wasn't keeping things properly contained, dated, marked, proper health, you know, food inspections. Fuck and no. Sometimes those are terrifying. There's some episode, one episode we saw where there was actual mushrooms growing in the refrigerator. Mm. It was so ill-kept. That's... I believe we know that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if we want to go that far, but we really are seeing like the physical signs of how in dire straits these bars are, and that's that's another element I want to see. Like, 
Um, you know, we had a lot of instances of Sonny not being a proper manager, Oleg being a crappy father, no systems. Sonny just being a right bitch. Like yeah, that, yeah. That's happening. So I, I was a little let down by that, but again, this had great fights. Pink yep. was incredible. She's great. I really... Spike, if you're listening, John, if you're listening, Pink, if you're listening, I hope you come back. <laughs> Can we have you on the show, Pink? Let's let's That would talk. be amazing. Oh, Pink, wow. anytime you want to come by. Chef Pink, if you're interested in sitting in and reviewing an episode. If you are ever in Brooklyn, please give us yeah, a yeah, yeah. We will do an episode around your schedule. We will, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we will a thousand percent make this Oh, work. yeah. Oh, no <laughs> doubt, man. I'll put in my job for you. I don't care. We want to hear um, all the stories about in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I was a little... So to get back to the to the final rating, Pink was great. The fights were great. The resolution is sort of as I expected. I just I wasn't as entranced with this episode. But I think because the fights were so good, I'll go I'll go three and a half. Go on three and a half? Okay. Which I realize is still fairly high. That is. Um three. You, you, now it's three. Okay. I'm knocking it down. Knocking it down. Final there's, this there's, is it. There's a there's there's a great start, bar rescue, a great improvement, but still a great ways to go. Okay. Three stars. Fair three, enough. Three broken glasses. Three broken glasses. Uh, where do I give this? What do I give this? Um, you know what? I mean, Chef Pink really carried this for me. Yeah, like I was really blown away. Again, we say again, we said it so many times, but like just the level of class, the humility, the fucking fire. Yeah. She, she was around the board, and it was great, man. So she put up some numbers, uh, and you know. I, we got to watch the misogynists get chin checked. Uh, you know, we saw uh, we saw family strife. You know, the staples of the episodes that we come to know, and we need that. Uh, Phil, as always, is always a delight to have. Terrific. He's a, you know he's a he's a he's an inspiration. He's a revelation. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this three seven five. All right. I really like. Again, you don't well. You don't see a chef on the show go hey. Can I help? You never see that mm-hmm. shit. So that's why I'm giving that a 375. Um, I respect your scores. I, I understand where you guys are coming from, and I appreciate those. All right. Um, so now uh, now we gotta, uh, we're going to get into what, where are they now. Yes. You know, because, uh, you know, if it's one thing I've come to know in the eight episodes we've done, now this being eight, Catherine does her homework on these places and will find out everything you need to know about the, the, the cast of characters, the, the, the bar itself, the Facebook, all that shit's covered. So what, what's going on now with uh, uh, Over the Over Easy? Over Easy, uh, the Purple Haze is back. That strange slushy concoction that Tawny made. Yeah, there's uh. a picture posted just a few days ago. Yeah, very recently. July 14th, there was a picture posted. Oof. As and of course, people writing on the wall, why would you still make this? This was Yeah, I hope this is an indicative of you rejecting the bar rescues. Yeah. Their efforts, etc. What um, is this, man? I don't get it. And then Sal, of course, brings his gravy back. I went on Sal's page. Uh, Carlos Salazar is his name. Okay. Uh, a lot of very sweet posts. His grandkids, his dog. I mean, to look at him, you would have no idea he is potentially a misogynistic prick. But my favorite Facebook moment, I went on Sunny's page. Um, she goes by Olya on Facebook. Olya. A recent post. To all the gentlemen messaging, trying to meet me after the show aired. Oh. I'm not a jerk or anything. I'm just not. Oh, hold on. Oh, I just went out of my Evernote for a second. I'll be right with you. Bar 
rescue i am a professional it's always sunny <laughs> in portland okay and we're back okay to all the men uh all the gentlemen messaging slash trying to meet me after the show aired i'm not a jerk or anything i'm just not keeping up with answering messages and mm. also you probably won't get in my pants i can barely barely get into my own pants <laughs> <laughs> which really endeared sunny to me i was That's like funny. Okay. Point sunny because she had like a like kind of like a bitchy chloe kardashian thing going yep. yeah pants. yeah 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 um and just like a tall girl with a lot of presence and uh but this this did it for me and she had some lovable moments during the episode as well yeah i mean she uh i mean granted she she had her lows but she also had her highs i mean we're all human right yeah she could be gracious she talks out down um she had a vulnerable side so did we find anything about oleg he does have multiple businesses that he does i was on his page for a bit um okay english is just as bad as it's portrayed on the episode (laughs) and someone actually calls him out they're like you're speaking english yet you still need subtitles man what's up (laughs) Um, i enjoyed that yeah yeah, he's a businessman he's busy he has other shit on his plate other than and something that was interesting on the the over easy facebook page which is regularly updated maintained Mm -hmm. sal seems to be running it he had a lot of posts on there saying bulletin i will be giving updates into my background and backstory so you know the other sides of me i'm not just what yeah. you saw but he's been posting that for two weeks now and there's still no bulletins about his background and upbringing so we still don't know what carlos salazar is up to and there was a post that he was not only gonna compare gravies his to chef pinks but his biscuits to chef pinks and i don't know Yo, what he is so out of his fucking league yeah man. she's phenomenal i would destroy her biscuits and gravy and I anything would. else she Cooked. yeah get out of here don't do it man that's just not the move point for chef pink i would not eat biscuits and gravy because it usually contains ingredients that i do not consume but for pink i would you you, you let that go I'd, I'd you would mix some pork and dairy i would for pink. wow wow she really she earns it wow wow that's man, big that is that's big. big that's real big yeah um so uh that's uh that's the show guys uh you know, I think we uh, I think we got a lot covered here. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure if Chef Pink hears this, then she's got she's gonna realize she's got three fans. I gotta find her on Twitter. I'm gonna. She's follow the her. best. Bacon and Brian. That's the name of her restaurant. She's married. I think they have a daughter. She and her oh, great. wife. Um, yeah. Uh, um, where's this restaurant in California? It's in California. Oh, okay, cool. Nor- do you know Northern Southern? I can't pronounce the. N- it's like Saint. It starts with a Y. I can't pronounce it. Oh. But I'm willing to bet Northern California if I had to put my money down on that. Um, so that being said, this is episode eight of the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Show. Uh, as always, please go find us on Twitter uh, at Shut It Down Recap. Uh, we're there. Uh, you can email us uh, whatever you'd like. Uh, send us some fan mail. Uh, ask us uh, what our favorite drinks are. You know, you don't ever really ask about us. Yeah. Uh, but we're at shutitdownpodcast at gmail.com. So you can send us all the goodies there. Uh, we also, uh, I don't know if we're on, I just submitted us for Stitcher. Um, I have yet to hear back from them, but hopefully we'll be on Stitcher sooner than later. Um, you can download us there. Uh, also, you know, go subscribe to the show, rate it. 
uh, write reviews, do everything you can uh, to help promote the show. Uh, you know, I think yeah, I speak for all of us. We really love doing the show. I have so much fun just talking all shop yeah, of Taff. It's, it's the best. God, this is so much fun. Such an enjoyable evening. Yeah, I have a lot of fun, man. I really do. Um, you can find me at Jim Search on Twitter once again. You can also find me at JimSearchComedy.com. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have something going on in my life. Uh, oh, I got to go uh, to uh, I have a... Oh, no, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. Uh, I'm going to a spa. Very much. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Search. Yeah, how about that, man? Get my cuticles beautiful. Do it. Uh, you deserve it. I, nah, stop it. I work hard, I know. Um, so, Kat, what's going on with you? Um, I'm also out of town this weekend, but I uh, got a bunch of things lined up next week and well into early August, so find me at, at Kath Weems on the Twitters, K-A-T-H-W-E-E-M-S. So, nice. go find us there in all of our glory. Yeah. Uh, Maximilian, what's your story? Trio, I am also out of town this weekend. Uh, all three of us are just... Check this out. I'm going, brace yourselves, fishing with the in-laws. Wow. Whoa. I kid you not. They rented a boat. We're driving up there Friday after work. We're going to go fishing at 5 in the morning. And then, as all great fishermen do, and also Russians, they will cook the fish and we'll eat the fish. And it will be a glorious day. Wow. It will be all that is. Will you take some pictures? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah there's gonna it'll be, be terrific maybe and surprising maybe we can upload them to our tumblr <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm definitely a live journal about it guys yeah <laughs> you can you can see pictures yeah. of uh max fishing with the in-laws yeah. uh, you know what i mean if you before we all leave this weekend if you're around thursday on the uh, july 23rd i'll be at lasers in the jungle at ucb east go I'll check that fun. out man that's a hot show and, uh, find me on twitter and facebook uh at this is max cohen there it is. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and as always, be sure to drink responsibly and shut it down. Bye. <laughs>